Hello, and welcome to the Tap Market Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Scarborough. I'm an entrepreneur who has started, acquired, and more importantly, is focused on growing companies. In this podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs about how they got their start, what their company is about, what has worked for them to get to this point, and how they plan to build their brands. Expect to find actionable tactics that you can use to grow your business and get motivated to get through the grind into a meaningful entrepreneurial outcome that will change your life. I'm thrilled to have you here. Be sure to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Tap Market, and let me know if you've been listening to the podcast. I love connecting and hearing from you. All right, let's get to it. Hey, this is Troy from the Tap Market Podcast, where we are talking to entrepreneurs in the grind about what's working, what isn't, and help in any way that we can. Today on the podcast, we've got Ted from Tapped Market, but we also have Drew Camp, the entrepreneur of the Epic Dad Company, Tedco. Drew's a good friend. I'm actually a customer of Drew's. I use his pre-workout product every day when I go work out. It's been uh, really successful for me. Drew also has a great mission that he's working on, you know, focusing on the modern Epic Dads. Ted, I'll let you say hi real quick, and then I'll pass it over to Drew to talk about his mission, what he's working on. Drew, nice to have you on. Uh, I love your name, Ted Co. of course, and uh, looking forward to uh, what you get to say today. Yeah, absolutely. Th- thank you guys, Ted, Troy, for for having me on. Super stoked to, to be here. I'll just kind of open it up and yeah, just give you a, a quick intro to me and, and the company, if that's cool. It's great. Let's hear it. Okay. So I'm Drew, Drew Camp. I own the Epic Dad Company or Ted Co. for short. And kind of the 30 second pitch on it is we sell supplements, but our mission is not to sell more supplements. Our job is actually to change the culture. Um, so it's much broader than just a supplement company. And so our whole mission is we want to create Epic Dads because we feel that there's been a drastic decline in the culture. And if you peel back the onion and look at root cause on it, it really comes back to fatherlessness, right? And, and fathers not being in the home. And so just to, to show some stats there is 63% of youth suicides come from fatherless homes. 90% of all runaway children come from fatherless homes. 80% of uh, rapists come from fatherless homes. 71% of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. And currently in the United States, 43% of children live without their father present in the home. And so if we really think about you know, how we're going to change the culture, it starts in the home and it starts with the father being the leader that he's supposed to be. And so even though that we create supplements, you know, and we're obviously looking to monetize the, the company, ultimately the mission is, is much broader than that and that we want to change the, the culture by helping to support dads to be the best versions of themselves. Drew, as, as you know, I actually own and operate a few companies myself, one being LawnServe, which is obviously works with a lot of dads who love to spend time in their lawn, spend time in their lawn with, with their own kids, also running a company called Force and Herald which is working with the modern dad in style. We do a leather wallets and, and so on, all the men's accessories. So I love the mission. I love the focus. We have a ton of crossover ourselves. How did you decide to go down this? I know you have also a military background. Did that play into some of that yourself? Did you grow up in a, in a home with your father around present, what was the starting point of doing this? And when did you start this exactly? Yeah, so I started it in, gosh, late 2020, early 21. So kind of right as the the COVID, you know, fiasco is going on, um, sitting at home. I'll kind of go go back to the, to the beginning of Genesis of like entrepreneurship and in, in general, kind of how I got to this point. So 
I started my career in the military. I was in the army, active duty for four years, was an airborne infantryman. So got to jump out of planes and go blow stuff up and shoot things and, and have a bunch of fun, you know, got to, to deploy and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, in about 2014, got out of the army and went to work uh, and started working. You know, you just go get a job, right? That's kind of what you do. I never was really into entrepreneurship, you know, just thought, hey, I'll go, go find a job. Um, I had a marketing degree. Um, so I figured I'd go do something around business and started my career outside of the army at Deloitte Consulting. So one of the big four consulting firms. And while it was, it was a great place to work, right? You know, you learn a ton about strategy, about communication, you know, strategic frameworks and, and operations, things like that. And so great place to, to launch a career and, and learn some skills. But, you know, after being there a couple of years, just really started to hit me of like, I, I don't want to work for somebody else. You know, I want to kind of have autonomy, have the freedom to make my own choices, you know, be a slave to my own schedule and not to somebody else's. And so, you know, really started jumping into the entrepreneurship world and knew nothing about it, but started listening to podcasts. So I had about a, uh, an hour and a half commute down to the office every day and about two hours back. Right. And so trying to be productive with that time, just started diving into podcasts. And, and one of the first ones that I, I found was actually Ryan Moran and his Freedom Fastlane podcast, and just really decided to, um, you know, just be a, a, someone that just listens to content and doesn't take action for about a year or so, just really learning. And then after about a year in 2016, um, I decided to, to launch a company that was a hiking company. Um, it was called Manly Camp, so a play on after my, my last name. And uh, we... Well, I say we, it was me. Um, we launched the company on Amazon really just w- with one SKU. And it was just, you know, I, I found an opportunity in the marketplace uh, of, you know, using all this, this tools and, and tricks that you find on Amazon, you know, Jungle Scout or Helium 10, whatever it is, and just say, hey, it looks like I could probably sell a few of these. Um, so that's what I did. I, I brought the, the product in. It was a, a hands-free hiking leash from China. I white labeled it. We, we improved it a little bit, uh, but it wasn't that great. And just started to sell it and got some success on it. And then decided to have another SKU, um, had some success on that as well. But then when COVID happened and supply chain was disrupted uh, all over the world for every company, you know, mine was, was pretty little compared to some of the big companies that these manufacturers in China were working with. And so we had you know, major negative impact to our business from supply chain. All of a sudden, I couldn't get product for about six months on my two hero SKUs. And so just totally disrupts cash flow, you know, and then once we did, Amazon wasn't, wasn't even taking in inventory. If you guys remember that we're in this space is, uh, they were basically prioritizing health items, right? So hand sanitizer, wipes, et cetera. Um, so you, even if you had product, you couldn't put it into Amazon's warehouse. And so I was just sitting on inventory. So it, it was a tough situation. And so ultimately made the decision to sell through, uh, the product there. And decide to start something new because really I didn't feel like I set a solid foundation for the company. It was just going after a couple of opportunities, and so super super thankful for you know the experience that I had in being able to you know one in product ideation and development and working with manufacturers you know great experience, and then two on Amazon's platform having some success there and just just learning the intricacies about that. So you know I, I probably wouldn't change anything just because of the experience that I had and the lessons I learned. But ultimately, the big lesson, the big takeaway was I didn't have a clear and defined audience that I was trying to serve, right? And so when I had a couple of products that were working, it was a constant struggle to say, okay, what do they want next, right? 
I was just looking for the next opportunity versus having an audience to go pulse and say, hey, what do you guys want? Like what's missing from the market? Like what can we help provide value with? That just wasn't there. And so instead of trying to force the company, I decided to take the lessons learned there, uh, take about a year strategic pause and just think, uh, who do I ultimately want to serve? And when I was going through that process, you know, I, I just took a look at myself and was introspective about, you know, who am I? What do I value? And where do I think is there a big problem that I can solve? And so to answer those couple of questions, you know, for myself, one, I'm a dad. That's like the most important thing in my life, um, you know, is being a husband and a father. And so I've got three kids, uh, two older daughters and a, and a seven-month-old son. And so I thought, okay, if I'm going to serve anybody, it's going to be fathers. Um, and how can I serve them? And so that just kind of led me down the path of looking at what are the biggest challenges that dads are having. And so I started the Epic Dad Company in late 2020, uh, and we didn't launch our first product until late 21. Um, and so all that I was doing during that time was building up the audience and really understanding what is the problem set that we want to solve. And so I've had the opportunity to, to interview hundreds of dads about what their biggest problems are, what their pain points are, and how we can help solve them. And so that's ultimately how we got to, you know, the product development that we have now with our, our supplements. And so you asked the question about, you know, did the military play any, any aspect of this? You know, not, not really, I think, uh, as far as discipline, planning, things like that, potentially, yes. But really, it's just looking at who do I want to serve, identify that first, right, get crystal clear on that, and then identify what is the problem that I can solve for them. And so that, that's just helped us tremendously in getting crystal clear on the decisions we need to make as a company because we know who we're serving and we know what problem we're trying to solve. Drew, what was, by the way, I, I have my Epic Dad water bottle. Dude, love it. <laughs> my favorite part of the Epic Dad tagline is, it's like a regular dad, just better. Just better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my kid that all the time too, because he, he always reads it. And I'm like, I'm, my son's name's Graham. And I, I say, Graham, you're like a regular kid, just better. <laughs> <laughs> so we use it all the time in the house. So it's, it's hilarious. When you started that, you, you, you touched on something. like You weren't able to really engage the audience at Amazon. You were just selling products, yep. right? You realized that you, couldn't, you didn't have engagement with the audience to develop future products. What did you do? What was like the first thing that you did to start to build the Epic Dad audience? What was like the first action you took? And how is that, like what, what were the things you did thereafter to get to build out this audience to decide I'm doing the pre-workout as my first product then? Yeah, um, great question. So yeah, really to build the audience, we use a couple of, of channels. So would use Facebook um, and would use Instagram. Me personally, I think Instagram is where it's at. That's where my audience lives. Um, so we've tried to grow strategically there, but kind of the first thing that we did and would probably be a good resource, you know, an opportunity for somebody looking to just start a brand without a product idea is really use Facebook. That's, that's the way to, to grow initially without anything that you can, uh, you can launch. And so with Facebook, all I did was I set up a Epic dad Facebook page and then I, I just started running ads. Right. And so I, I would spend probably $5 a day, uh, just to generate, you know, interest into the brand. And the ad was literally, Hey, I'll have to go back and look at the original one, but was basically like, just displayed our mission was like, Hey, we believe dads are like the most important thing in the world. And we think we can change the culture by creating more epic dads. Like if you want to join our mission, please follow the page. So that started to garner some interest, right? And we paid a little bit of money, but it wasn't much. You know, we probably ran the campaign for 
you know, two, three months tops. Um, so not a lot of money. And then all of a sudden now we've got a Facebook page with three, 4,000 people. Right. And so now I can get in front of that audience and start providing value. And really the way that we provided value was, Hey, tips and tricks, you know, about, Hey, how you can be most effective with your time, how you can get a good workout, things like that. And then once we started to engage with the audience, then at that point, now we can have the audience uh, be responsive to whatever questions we ask, right? And so that's where we would do pulse checks with them, put up polls, hey, what's your biggest challenge as a dad, right? And then we would even dive deeper and say, hey, we'd love to talk to five to 10 of you, you know, within the next couple of weeks. If you guys want, here's a calendar link, set some time up. We just want to understand what your day looks like. We want to understand, you know, what's your biggest pain point. We want to understand how we can help you become an epic dad. So that's kind of how we grew the audience on Facebook. We did something similar on Instagram. We, we, we never ran ads on Instagram. We would just take some of the lessons learned from that Facebook page and Facebook group and implement those on Instagram. So a lot of value-driven posts um, about, hey, dad, if you're struggling with time, you know, blah, 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 blah. Here's some tips and resources for you. Hey, dad, our most important job is X, and here's how you can get better at it. And so we did that for you know a number of months before we even started talking about product. And... We how we link that to the product is one of the biggest challenges, you know, was time, right, uh, for dads. And so ultimately, the other thing that's very important in my life is fitness um, and, and health. And so we wanted to tie that into the company somehow. And when you think about the big three, which is health, wellness, and relationships, you know, to me, the one that I think that I can provide the most immediate impact for is health. You know, just because one from you know being a collegiate athlete and then being in the military. You know, health, nutrition, and fitness has been such a huge component of, of my life and where I've seen success um, that I wanted to bring that into the business as well. And so that's kind of where we decided to focus first was like, let's, let's cover the health aspect first, because really to be the best dad you can be, like you have to be in shape, right? You, you know, if your kids are outside running around and you don't feel well enough to even go outside and play with them, if you're sitting on the couch, you know, binging on potato chips, like how good of a dad can you really be, right? And so that was the easiest one for us to go after was health. And so that's how the natural pre-workout came to be was, you know, the biggest thing for, for dads for health around the fitness side was I just don't have time to work out. And we just immediately called bullshit on that. We just said, yeah, you do have time to work out. And one of the things that's going to help you work out is to be motivated, right? And to get motivated, we want you to drink this, this natural pre-workout drink. And so not only is it going to help you get motivated, it's also got a lot of stuff in it that's all natural, that's going to be good for you, that's going to help improve your health as well. So it was kind of a natural segue and a really good kind of first-to-market product to, to help solve that health niche. And then as we start to grow, you know, we've got it broken down, the verticals really into, into the three, right? Health, wealth, and relationships. And so when I say our, our job is to help change the culture, and we do that by helping dads become better leaders, uh, better providers, and better athletes. And so that comes down to the three pillars right there. So athletes is, is health, right? So we need to take care of our health to be an athlete as a dad. And so we'll, we'll come out. We've already got a product lineup of what we want to launch next to help solve that, that health area for dads. So we've got a pre-workout. Um, we've got a hydration mix that's in development. We've got a sleep aid that's in development. Um, we're going to come out with an uh, intra workout, a post-workout, and basically just say, hey, dad, for anything that you need to go get in shape and be healthy, like we're going to have a solution for you to, to help there. That's great. I like the health wealth in relationship that's a, a russell brunson i think talks a lot about that as well we talk about it at forest and herald health wealth relationships and then we throw style on there um because it that old saying of 
if you look good, you feel good. So that's one of the focuses that we try to lay into our audience there as well. Okay, so let me reiterate. So launched a Facebook group, The Epic Dad, started to spend less than a cup of coffee a day there in ads to build an audience, provide value to that audience by giving them tips, tricks, posts, workouts, just value. And then every once in a while, you start to ask that audience that you build, maybe it's a few hundred people, you know, what do you need? What could help you be more effective in going and working out? And it's a pre-workout um, as, as what became the first item. I'm assuming these other items sort of came from similar conversations with the audience. The audience is just bigger now, right? Yeah, correct. Hmm. Now you're starting to sell pre-workout to, to customers. Now you're talking to people that are actually giving you their dollars, which is a huge standard to, to actually accept money from people and get feedback from those people on what they want, what they literally want to pay their next dollar for. Is, is that, is that my following you correctly? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, now that we've got a, a product and we've got buyers, right. We, we've got a list of people that are, that, that like the product. And so it, now it's really easy to engage with them and just say, Hey, what should we launch next? Right. You know, and we get a lot of feedback on that, you know, so I think it helps, you know, really identify where the opportunities are next that you want to go down. So obviously, entrepreneurship is not all sunshine and rainbows, right? So you obviously been working your tail off just to get to that point. I mean, like you'd mentioned, you spent months doing that. I'm a little familiar with this, but maybe you can speak to the things that the, the roadblocks with regards to manufacturing and what you're working on as like the next piece for you in that growth, those, those sort of learning opportunities as an example. Yeah. So uh, this is not my full-time gig, you know, so I still work in the corporate space. Right. And so I've got a, a kind of traditional nine to five. That's pretty demanding. Yeah. At some point in time, if it makes sense, I'll, I'll make a transition, you know, to, to full-time, but right now it, it, it doesn't. So there's that, you know, that that's can be complicating. And then I'm also a husband, I'm a father, right. So I've got a lot of time constraints. And so for me, the, one of the biggest challenges has been time and, and to be as efficient as possible. You know, because, hey, if, if I could focus on this 15 hours a day, like I'd probably be further along than I am. But at the same time, uh, you know, I've got a family that I want to spend time with. Right. And, and I want to be an epic dad in my own household and not just talk the talk. I want to walk the walk, um, you know, so that's a challenge. And so for me, it, it's really being as efficient as possible and trying to trying to create space uh, in my schedule that I can push the ball forward a little bit. Um, you know, so if, if that means, Hey, I've got to wake up, you know, pretty early, um, and sacrifice some time there, then that's just what I've got to do. Um, if I've got to stay up late, then that's what I've got to do. If I've got, you know, 20 minutes in between a meeting at work and, and I just need to send a couple emails, then I, I got to do that too. So what has helped me a lot and can probably help the audience. Um, and, and we've got a bunch of videos and stuff like that. And I'll, I'll put a shameless plug at the end where you guys can go find it. We put together this framework um, for goal planning and execution um, for the Epic Dad. Because again, the biggest challenge as a dad is time. It's I've got these goals, I want to get them done, but there's a lot of constraints that I have and, and things that I need to do. So how do I become most efficient and effective with my time? Um, so we, we put together this framework and a, and a goal planner uh, to help people out with that. And it's stuff that I use in, in my everyday life too. And, but, but a big takeaway that the audience can get from it really comes straight from Andy Frisella. And I'll just rip it off from him. 
um, you know, because he's so good at what he does. And it, it is planning the night before. And what I do, literally, I take a sheet of paper and I will cut it in half. And then on one side, I will write down what I, what I call my execution tasks or critical tasks or needle movers. And that's things that, that fit within four buckets. It's either my body, my relationships, my mind, or my financials. And so, you know, I write down, hey, what's going to move me closer to my, my ultimate goal in those categories for the day, right? Those are my needle movers. And so like for business, you know, a good example might be, hey, I've got to send out an email to my list, right? So that would be one of your items, your critical tasks, your needle movers on that side of the list. And then on the other side of the list, I write down all my stuff that I've just got to get done, right? It may not fit within my goals, but, you know, I've got to go pick up the prescription. I've got to, uh, you know, get groceries or whatever. And so I kind of divide the day into those, those tasks, the needle movers on one side and just, you know, regular tasks on, on one side, I call it the to-dos and then plan that out the night before. And then what you can do is another resource is a guy by the name of Craig Ballantyne. Um, he wrote a book called the perfect day formula and the perfect week formula, really good resource. And, and he lives by uh, this strategy where you wake up and you go attack your needle movers immediately. So before you go work out, before you do anything, before you do any self-love, right? Like meditation, things like that, which I know entrepreneurs can be pretty big on and it's needed. But if you ultimately want to move the ball forward, like you've got to get that stuff done and you've got to block off the time to do it. So the best time to do that is right when you first wake up and say, hey, I've got these four things to do and I'm going to get them done. And then I'm going to go reward myself with a workout or I'm going to reward myself with some meditation time, right? And so that way you've already got that done. The, the day is already won by that point in time. And so to, to bring it back to the high level, it's, it's really about planning, creating the space, and then executing on those tasks. And so that's, that's still something I struggle with every day. You know, example, my son Murphy, who's seven months, uh, has got some kind of virus going on. So we were up all night last night, and I didn't get to get my critical task done this, this morning, right? So now I'm scrambling. I'm like, shit, I don't have enough time. You know, I'm going to have to figure out a time to go work out as well. And so, you know, there's going to be things that pop up and like, there's nothing you can do about it, right? But but try to plan the best that you can and, and don't plan the morning up, plan the night before, and then just go attack those things you know, as quickly as you can. I know one of the other things that I learned actually from, from you too, when you're talking about launching these products and engaging the audience, that you, you tend to lean towards putting a lot of upfront work in to getting long-term reward from it, not just trying to get a quick reward from, from a quick task, you created a, a lead magnet. Was it a seven-day challenge, some sort of challenge to start to attract customers, get their email addresses, get them converting through adding value to them, and then it's natural for them to want to be a part of your community first, and then likely a portion of which will be a, a customer. But it's a lot of work up front, yeah, right, to yeah. create that, that lead magnet. But maybe you can talk about like, the idea behind that and its reward system long term because I think it falls right into what you're talking about. It's yeah, yeah. So big resource for you guys to um, for the listeners to look up is a guy by the name of George Bryant. Um, he has a podcast called The Mind of George, and George is really big on customer journey. He's just an absolute genius on customer journey, and really his tagline is "Relationships beat algorithms." And I 100% agree with that. You know, you can use the algorithms on social media, whatever, to drive awareness. But ultimately, it's the relationship you build with the customer that's going to drive value over the long term. And so, yeah, the, the lead magnet we put together and we're 
I'm in the process of creating another one, uh, kind of an updated version. But um, yeah, it's just a seven day challenge that's delivered through email, right? So it can be evergreen, which is nice and have that run on autopilot. And it is delivered through email. And it is a combination of email and video sequences. And really what it is, is, you know, one of the biggest pain points, again, for dads is time, right? And so we basically put that out there and say, hey, you know, in seven days, how would you like to be able to control your time better, right? And be able to get better results. And what they do is they opt in for that lead magnet. I've got just a little splash page for it. It's got a, you know, almost like a VSL video sales letter, but very condensed because it's free. And so they'll opt into that and, and that just drops them into my email sequence. And so the emails, uh, I, I think it's about 14 days long, even though it's a seven day challenge because you want to have some warm up time, right? And then on the back end, some time as well to convert them to whether it's a, a higher ticket offer, right? If you do any type of like coaching services or anything like that, or convert them to a, a purchase. I, I'd made some mistakes on this uh, challenge be- uh, before and have had to correct those. And so it's not perfect by any means, but it does really well and it helps to engage the audience. It helps them to get a result. And then ultimately what I hope is going to happen, and we see this sometimes is, you know, the customer says, holy cow, like Drew and Tedco just delivered all of this value to me for free. Like, what are they going to do if I become a paid customer? Right. And so, you know, you, you really, with a lead magnet, anything you put together, you want to, you want to get them to a win, get them to a result, like as quickly as you can. And so with the seven day challenge, that's exactly what it does. We walk them through a series of, of challenges that are about 20 minutes long each day over the over a seven day period. And then all of a sudden now they, they feel like they've seen some success. They've started to build habits of success um, and become a much more engaged customer. Like even if they never buy my products, like that's still a win for me because they're an engaged customer and like, hey, who knows, maybe down the line they'll be ready to buy a product or we'll come out with a product that that fits their particular need. But ultimately it just helps enroll them in the brand. And anyone can do that. I mean, no matter what brand you have, whether it's you know, in in this health space, like like you have with your pre workout and the and the other products coming down the path, for us in the in the lawn care space, it can just be tips and tricks and different ways to improve your lawn or to get out in the yard or to barbecue more successfully. For Forrest and Harold, it can we focus on style. So one of our lead magnets that we're working on right now are sort of style guides, continuing to try to give guys tips and tricks and where to go and, and what to wear and how to look and, and feel good. So any, any company can create these lead magnets and find a way, whether it's through a challenge or some downloadable item, like a, a worksheet or a guide or a PDF or whatever, and try to convert some, some traffic into your audience that then you can continue to add value to, whether it's through email whether it's converting them onto social media followers, that's going to be a key aspect when you're very early on in starting your business to be able to find neat ways to convert people. Because you don't want to go after the ice cold traffic. You don't want to be starting your business and spending dollars on Facebook ads and Instagram ads and TikTok ads to cold people. If you can come out of the gates creating an audience that's aligned with your vision and the content that you provide. These are going to be the people that help you, like you were talking about, design and develop your products that are going to serve them and also be your first purchaser. Mm -hmm. So when you actually launch, you've got people teed up to help you 
consume those minimum order quantities that we are all struggling to capitalize, you know, early on in our businesses to be able to then reorder the next product and then reinvest in the next product. Yeah. Um, Ryan, that you mentioned Ryan, four products that 25 sales per day, $30 price point is a million dollar business. You can do that off the back of just building an audience. You don't have to go out to cold traffic um, because it's not that many sales per day. If you really have that audience engaged and you're really adding value to yeah, and I would I would two, two points on that too, like on the cold traffic piece and building an audience. So I'm huge on email. Email is going to be the platform that you own, right? So at any point in time, Instagram could say, "Hey, Tedco, you violated our policies. See you later." Um, and I'm not able to reach anybody, right? And same thing on Facebook. Same thing on YouTube. You know, any kind of own like you know own platform that's not yours, right? And so I think converting them into subscribers on your email list is huge because you you own that traffic now, right? Like you can send an email at any time. So that those are your, that's your audience now, you own it. And so um, I'm huge on email. And I think also if you bring them in through a lead magnet that is going to get them a result quickly um, and deliver value, you guys will see much higher open rates and, and engaged audience. So I've got a little opt-in on my on my website that's just like a, you know, hey, spin the wheel, whatever, get 25% off, blah, 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 like everybody does. And like it, it generates a lot of subscribers, but they're not engaged, right? Like, you know, they don't open my emails, like they just want product. But for the people that come through with my lead magnets, my seven-day challenge, like open rates are like 80, 90%, which is crazy, right? Because, hey, they, they've gotten value from the the relationship that I have with them and I continue to drive value after that challenge is over. And so the open rates are huge. And so they're going to be the ones that I go to, to launch new products, to, to get input on. And then it's an audience that I own. So that's huge. And then two, on the lead magnet side, I would say another resource, I'm, I'm just full of resources for you guys. Um, another resource is a guy by the name of Alex Hormozy. Alex is a genius. He owns a company called acquisition.com now, but how he got started was in the gym space. And he started a company called Gym Launch. And uh, he grew that company, you know, humongous, where he would go around and teach other gym owners how to fill up their gyms. Um, so that's kind of how he got to start. And he's, he's grown that to multiple seven figures. And then now owns acquisition.com, which they acquire, you know, larger companies. But he wrote a book, and I think you can get it for like $1 on Amazon. He has, nobody makes money on it, but it's called uh, $100 million offers. And it is one of the best books uh, around offers that I've ever read. I have it sitting right there. Actually, I always have it sitting like right next to me. Um, so as you guys are going through and creating a lead magnet, take a look at that book and take a look at what Alex calls uh, the, uh, the value equation, uh, which is really how do I maximize the value of what I'm giving to a customer? And then how do I minimize the risk? And so if you guys can figure out that equation with a lead magnet, you're going to get as many leads as you want to. And then also what you can do is use that to help craft offers for products or services that you guys you know, come out with. So another valuable resource that you guys can have is from Alex. Right now, you're selling products on Amazon exclusively, also through your website, driving people back there to convert. What's next? In the next three months, we've got the holidays coming up. What are your big things in the next three months for you that you're working on and how can this community support and help you? Awesome question. Um, so the next three months, we are 
updating our pre-workout. Um, so we went to market with the lowest quantity MOQ we could, we could do because supplements are... By the way, that is smart. <laughs> a lot of people try to order as much stuff as they can, you know, and try to, they think they're going to sell so many. I am a big believer in low, low risk, sell out, do what you can to get feedback and continuously be improving. Sorry. Yeah, continue. no, no, you're, you're good. Um, so no, we, we kind of adopted the strategy from uh, Ready, Fire, Aim by Michael Masterson, which was basically get a product in the market and start selling. Like it doesn't have to be perfect um, because that's when you're going to get the feedback, right? If you've got this awesome idea, you know, and, and nobody's ever touched it, right? Like what is the real feedback there? So, so we went to market with an MVP product, a minimum viable product, um, which is our, our, our pre-workout that's in the market currently that we're about to sell through. And we got awesome feedback on it, but there are some things that we would like to do differently to get it ready for mass market. So we are updating the branding to make it very consistent with the rest of the products that we want to launch. We're making sure that, that you know, the formulation and that the, the flavor is on point. So that was the biggest um, complaint that we had about the product was the flavor. Um, so we, we've gone and we've tested a, a ton of different flavors. We feel like we've got it nailed down as good as it can be for natural flavoring. Um, so all the other pre-workouts out, out there, most of them, you know, use artificial flavoring, they use sucralose, you know, all kinds of stuff that it's probably not the best for you to take every day. You know, our intent in our market, right, is they actually start caring about what they're putting into their body. So we want to be consistent with that. And so, yes, ours is not going to taste as good as your C4, you know, $19 pre-workout that you can get down at Walmart. It's not going to taste that, that, that good, right? But we've gotten the taste to dial it in as good as we can possibly get it. And it tastes great. And so there's a trade-off there too, right? About, you know, flavor and then about cost too, right? So that C4 that you pay $19 for at Walmart, that's my cost, right? You know, so <laughs> there's no way I can compete with that, but that's not who I'm trying to. So we're going to be a premium brand. It's going to be expensive, but the ingredients in it are amazing and we're formulating it like exactly for our audience. And so that's what we're doing is we're going about the drawing board with a new manufacturer. We've got flavors nailed down. We've got the branding nailed down um, and we're doing a manufacturing run with, with a lot more inventory um, and so we'll have that ready to go probably around the 1st of January. And so the next two and a half months or so for me is starting to cash in on some of the relational capital that I've built in the marketplace with other dad companies, other dad influencers um, that we built a relationship with to get ready for that, that much bigger launch. And so we're looking at driving affiliate programs. We're looking at, you know, email campaigns and, and JV offers and things like that, just to drive a lot of awareness as we go to launch it. So on our Amazon listing, I feel like we've got a, a pretty good listing to go to market with. We've got about 50 reviews. You know, we've got great pictures, great description, enhanced brand content, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like we're, we've hit that. And so, you know, now... Uh, if we go to market, we drive a lot of awareness and, and traffic on that. Um, I feel like the listing is really, really good. It's going to convert. And then we can also start driving some heavy PPC advertising on Amazon as well. So that's where we're going now is we're just kind of stacking the deck uh, and, and getting the, you know, the launch ready you know, for that. And, and I feel like we've, we've got a decent size audience right now, but it's not big enough for mass market, which is where we want to go. I mentioned we're kind of updating our, our lead magnet. Uh, we're putting together a challenge. So I've got a Facebook group of about almost a thousand dads in it. And we're looking to you know, drive a lot of traffic uh, from that into this new challenge. And so the challenge is going to be a 
lose 10 pounds in 30 days challenge. And I'm using the Alex Hormozzi approach of basically drive as much value as humanly possible uh, to this offer. And then what we'll do is we will convert um, some of those people through the challenge to uh, paid coaching uh, members. And then also with those, we're going to convert a lot of those into buyers for the new product. And so we're looking just to drive a lot of awareness, provide even more value over the next two and a half months to get people ready for the, the much larger mass market launch that we're going to have next year. So a, a couple nuggets for the, for the listeners. One thing that, to note, when you have an actual product, a consumable product like this, then you're selling via Amazon FBA as an example. You need to be very cognizant of selling out of that inventory completely or recalling that inventory before you launch a new product, just to make sure that there's not an old product stuck in some sort of flow. So Drew has to essentially sell out or recall it, which is not the best thing to do, recall it because you can't monetize it. So he's selling out, he's launching again. What do we think roughly our launch date is, Drew? Yeah, so we're set, we're setting a target for like one one twenty three. Um, it kind of depends on how far we can push our manufacturer to, to get it done. Um, but that's the date that, that we have. And we're considering running like a pre-launch, you know, pre-sale campaign too, if we can't hit that date. Um, just as we start to go into the January season of everyone starting you know, new goals, right? And weight loss goals and getting back in the gym, uh, it fits really nicely with, with the launch. And so if we're not able to meet that timeline and have inventory ready to go, then we'll probably set up some type of pre-sale campaign um, and start taking orders. I like that. A new year, a new you with Ted Co. Um, you mentioned a Facebook group there. What is the name of that Facebook group? So the Facebook group is called, uh, the Epic dad crew. Um, you can just look it up on Facebook. We've got about a thousand dads in there. Um, I try to go live every Thursday. We do Thursdays with the boss. Um, and we just talk about dad stuff. You know, how do you get more productive with your time? You know, how do you lose weight, get in shape, stuff like that. And then we, you know, we post pretty regularly in there. So that's a great place to go. You know, follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. It's just the Epic Dad Co on Instagram. Um, I would highly suggest if you are looking, if you are a dad um, and you want to regain some of your time, our seven day challenge is going to be huge for you. Go ahead and get on our list. If not, just to see like how we engage with our email list, you know, would be good and, and see the flows and things like that, that we have from our our customer journey from that 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 lead magnet. If nothing, you know, you guys will be able to see that. And then, yeah, just theepicdad.com uh, is the other place to find us. Like I've said earlier, I've tried both the the blueberry and the the citrus. Of what do you the like better? Originals. I'm a citrus guy. Okay. You were talking about the flavor. I don't know what lunatic is worried about the flavor. I actually liked the flavor a lot, but I had this question of other people. Do you sip it or do you chug it? And I like I chug yeah. it. So it's not even like I'm... I'm looking for flavor. I'm looking for actually the natural part of it is the piece that really drew me in to why I would use it consistently. I was actually building my own pre-workout from bulk supplements that was following very almost the exact same formula, except it's nice to have it done for you. So anybody that can go consume it, just freaking chug it and it's great. And I guess it's gonna be even better come one one. Drew, you are going to be coming back here. In January with me, we're going to talk about your launch again. I think that's we'll just start to put that on the calendar because it's great to have you. I appreciate your time. Go follow him, Instagram at the Epic Dad Co. Go on the Facebook group. 
the Epic Dad crew. Yep, the Epic Dad crew. That's it. Buy him out of whatever product he has left so we can move on <laughs> uh, to the next product. Go get on the challenge. Everybody could lose 10 pounds. You know, everybody wants to lose 10 pounds. Why not? So thank you, Drew. Awesome. Troy, Ted, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Drew. Take care. Hi there. If you found this podcast helpful, I would appreciate it if you took a minute to leave a review. This increases the reach to more entrepreneurs and other people interested in the products, brands, entrepreneurial stories, and their successes, so we can create even more positive small business outcomes. Take a screenshot, tag me in your social stories to friends. This means the world to me to know this podcast has influenced your day and life in a positive way, and that we get to be a part of your own journey. With gratitude from me, until next time, go make it a great day.